What is up, people? You're listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? What is up, Shamari? Um, I think we're we're coming back after about a week hiatus. Mm-hmm. In person um, again. Yeah, in person. Yeah. Um, and we are bringing what is uh, going to be a show that's mostly a review of Ahsoka, uh, the last two episodes of Ahsoka, um, two episodes that I'd argue uh, are two of the best episodes of Star Wars television that we've seen since Disney's bought Star Wars. Um, I don't know if it's at the top. Uh, I would debate maybe one of them is definitely at the top, or at least in the top two or three. Uh, but I think both of them are definitely amongst the top five or ten. So, um, so we'll, we'll break down both of those episodes. Obviously, you know that is that that suggests that Ahsoka is clearly on the rise. We're yes. clearly reaching a peak. Um, some major, major moments, major reveals uh, in these last two episodes. So I'm excited to talk about that. Um, but we'll also uh, get to. Uh, um, and I don't know if you want to get to it in the beginning. Yeah, we get can, yeah, we can start we can start it, yeah. We can um, start with the news. That that uh since we were gone the last week, uh, we found out the the news that the Lando movie that was or Lando show rather that was supposed to be uh that was announced by Kathleen Kennedy way back uh Disney Investor Day in like 2020 uh you know which that that came with Rangers of New Republic and all these other shows that like haven't come out yet or are never going to come <laughs> no, out never come out uh Lando seemed like it was it was trending toward the Rangers of the New Republic uh you know destination for a while but uh we've gotten some new developments on that show and the latest is that it's coming from Stephen Glover who was he was on Pablo Torre uh, uh Pablo Torre from ESPN's podcast yeah shout out to Pablo um and he he broke the news that that the plan for Lando is to become a movie as opposed to a series, um, and then that was subsequently confirmed by Lucasfilm to Variety. So um, that's a pretty big change, you know. We we've dealt with those situations before. Um, you know, we talked about it with Heroes Talk with Armor Wars, how Armor Wars was supposed to be uh, a series, and they've now changed that to a movie. Uh, who knows if that's ever coming out? But it's a whole other conversation. Um, but but with but with Lucasfilm, we haven't necessarily gone down that path. But do you think that this makes sense? Um, is this a good idea? I mean, it's. It, I mean, unfortunately for me, it's hard. It's, I kind of lean towards it remains to be seen. I, I don't know what they want to do, right? With with Lando, right? So it's I, not a slam dunk. Yeah, yeah. This isn't one where I'm like, oh. Why is this a show that should have been uh, a movie? Like Obi-Wan, honestly. Like right. how a lot of people feel about Obi-Wan, and I kind of feel right. about Obi-Wan. Maybe that should have been a movie. As opposed to like stretching this out um, to be a show. Um, so, I don't know. I think it could I think it could benefit. Because, um, I don't know how many episodes a Lando show would be. Or, or what, what they would want to... What story they would want to tell. Um... There's definitely stories to tell with Lando. There's a lot. There's a lot of stories you can tell with Lando. But in terms of, um, in terms of like getting everyone invested, um, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it remains to be seen. I do trust um, Donald Glover and Stephen Glover. Yes. Um, and I did like Donald Glover's Lando. I liked his Lando. I thought he was a good Lando. Yep. So, um, 
And we still don't know if we're going to see Billy D, you know, or if that's something that's going to be incorporated. Um, so it'll be interesting. It's something that, that I think will be interesting to see. Um, I'm, of course, going to see a day one, you know, opening night, whatever, whenever it comes out. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm neither here nor there. But um, I guess glad to see it still coming out. Yeah. I mean, look, obviously, the business part of it, you know, Disney would know and Lucasfilm would know that, you know, part of it better. It's not my money. You know, so yeah. do I think it's like an automatic, like this is going to make a billion dollars? Probably not. Um, but if that's not what the what they're trying to accomplish, I can only talk about creatively. And I mean, look, creatively, uh, I don't think it's a terrible idea. Um, you know, look, it's kind of like what we talked about with some of the superhero movies where I'm like, look, is a Lando movie the first thing that I would have had on my, you know, wish list of Star Wars movies? Probably not. Um, but it's not like, it's not such an egregious idea that I'm going to be upset. It's just another Star Wars movie. And it's a, like you said, it's with a good character, um, mm-hmm. good actor, uh, and, and, you know, two very good writers in the, in the, the Glover brothers. So, um, from that perspective, I think that it's not, it's not a terrible idea. Um, you know, the change from a series to a, to a movie, it worries me a little bit only because, you know, when I first thought about when they you know announced that Steven Glover was coming in and that Donald and Steven were going to be writing it, uh, I thought about Atlanta, you know, and I thought about, you know, they had success writing those sort of episodic, you know, mm-hmm. kind of comedic, you know, shows uh, in the past. So now transitioning that into a movie, now it's got to be a really long, long form story, more of an epic, you know, and what does that look like versus, you know, whatever the Lando series would have looked like, which I would imagine. And I'm, I'm sure this will be comedic as well, but, um, like, are people signing up for a Star Wars comedy movie, you know, as much as, like, mm-hmm. a comedic series? Uh, that, and maybe it's not a comedy. I, mean, I guess that's you know? what Kathleen Kennedy's concern was with Solo. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, they yeah, that's, the, they, are they going to let them make it a comedy? Because that's the thing, is it going to be a comedy? Um, because if not, you know, are you handicapping the Glovers? You know, are you handicapping them? And uh, are you, you know, is this going to be different than what it was set out to be? So those are the questions that I have. Um, but it's not inherently, you know, something that, that, that can't make money or something that can't be really good. Um, the other question I have is, like, what does this mean for Solo 2? Because... Once you make this into a movie, now it starts to feel almost like a solo sequel to a degree. Like it probably won't feel like that, and they'll probably make sure that it's it stays away from that. But um, <laughs> but it feels less of a spinoff at that point, and more of like a, a sequel, you know, with a different character. You know, so that that and part of uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, it's Alden going to be in it. You know, for example. Um, yeah. Which I mean, he's he's still do, he's still getting work. He was good in um, Oppenheimer. Yes, and he's, you know he's gonna be in uh, in Ironheart. Yeah, uh, so right. yeah. Um. So yeah, it'll be interesting. It will be interesting to see for sure. Um. You know, we'll be keeping track of that uh, as well. Uh, do we? We don't know when that's gonna come out. No, right? We don't have any. Yeah, I mean, we don't know when the strike's gonna end. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly yeah. enough. We don't know when anything's coming out. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, 
Yeah, so we don't know. Especially no idea when, when you're talking about this so. being a movie now, like we already have three Star Wars movies coming out. So yeah, I would imagine it's not coming out before any of those. Yeah, I mean this wasn't talked about at Celebration. Yeah, I don't know. Which is crazy because it was announced like years before any of those shows. Yeah, but, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I don't know if this will be talked about at the next Celebration in Japan. Um, I don't know. And again, of course, writer's strike. You know, we don't know. We don't know when any of still going to be with Lucasfilm by the next Star Wars celebration. Well, yeah, that's probably, a whole other but who knows? Yeah, it remains to be seen. Um, but all right, I feel like we can jump right in to the Ahsoka um, discussion. This will be on episodes uh, five and six. Um, Shadow Warrior and Far, Far Away, and. Um, these are spoiler discussions, as always, with our Ahsoka discussions. Um, so if you have not seen it, especially for these episodes, go see it. You're doing yourself a disservice by just not seeing it. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so with that being said, boy, we can dive right in. So much to discuss. So much to discuss. So much. I feel like we can go kind of chronological here. We can start with this, boy, this Anakin... Um, Ahsoka meeting in the world between worlds. Um, well, well, actually, I'll start here. Do you think that actually happened? Because that's a that's a discussion that I've been seeing being had in various different places. Do you think it actually happened? What do you, do you think that, that was like a vision, a dream, or do you think that was Anakin Skywalker? Uh, <laughs> I, man, I mean, I have no reason to believe it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you're, it's it's almost a little fantastical to to a degree. So I can see why people are like, man, that probably didn't actually happen. This is, you know, it's all in her head or whatever, something like that. But yeah. Um, but I I don't know. I mean, I just like. I mean, the world between worlds is any of it real? I mean, to a degree, like, it's all kind of, <laughs> you know, it's all kind of hard to to understand to a to a degree. Um. Right, we're still sort of, still sort of vague, you know, some of the stuff that happened to Rebels involving it. So, yes, like I think it's intentionally vague to that degree. Um, you know, would I have liked maybe more, you know, in terms of like how did Anakin wind up there and stuff like that, if it's real, uh, probably. But you know, they don't have that. They don't have time for that. And plus, they they mm-hmm. probably felt like it's, you're probably better off not explaining it, you know, and just yeah, leave yeah, it exactly. to imagination instead of. Throwing something out there and people trying to pick holes in it. Yeah. Um, so I do. I do think this. Is, I do think it actually happened. I think that was actually Anakin. Um, the thing that other people have been pointing to as well um, that I kind of also would latch on to is when she said, "You know, I won't fight you," and he says, "I've heard that before." And then you kind of go, "When did he hear that before?" Um, and he heard that. Uh, from Luke, um, when Luke, um, uh, when Luke Same, said that, yeah. yeah, Luke said, "I won't, I will not fight you." Um, in Return of the Jedi, and Ahsoka would have no knowledge of that, you know. Right. So it's not like Ahsoka would just conjure that up in her head, right? So, um, you know, and I guess at this point, Ahsoka has met Luke, but what are they? They're not talking about that. They're right. talking about <laughs> right. talking about giving a play-by-play of their final battles or nothing like that. So, um, so yeah, I think that, I think that was actually Anakin and, um, 
boy, that was quite a sequence. So giving her this question, live or die, and then just engaging in the fighting and the fight style. And the fight was similar to how the prequel fighting was. Yeah. Which um, I don't believe they actually used the same person that did the fight choreography for the prequels, but it was similar. Um, and it was it was so good. It was so good. And Hayden was great. He was great. Oh, Hayden Christensen was incredible in this episode. He was so good. It was just like, man. Um, you know, it's like talk about a revival. And yeah. um but Kennel. The high the highlight of that sequence, Kennel, when we started getting those flashbacks. Yep, that was a big question coming oh, into man. the show. You know, when they announced it and they said Hayden Christensen yeah. was gonna star in it. Yeah. You know, the first question was, how does that make any sense unless we get flashbacks? Flashbacks, yep. You know, I don't want to see a Force Ghost. I want flashbacks to the Clone Wars. And we knew that that would have to entail a young actress playing Ahsoka. And that was a big question. But we actually get flashbacks on Coruscant or with a young Ahsoka and Hayden Christensen doing missions uh, during the Clone Wars. And they put so much level of detail into it. Um... They put far more detail than they did with Obi Wan and yeah. the, the the stuff involving Anakin and Hayden Christensen and Obi Wan. Um, mm-hmm. Still very good in that show. Uh, not to knock it, but uh, but the, the again the level of detail uh, with the the changes in design, you know, between the the Clone Wars armor and you know Hayden Christensen's hair being shorter in in the flashbacks and. Soka wearing different garb each flashback. Like, yep. it was not lazy. There was nothing about that that I thought was lazy. Whereas in Obi-Wan, I was like, yeah, this seems a little lazy. You know, this this flashback. He's, he's old old Hayden Christensen yeah, with the was... ponytail, Padawan look. Yeah, that didn't do it. Yeah, was, you know, uh, behind the green screen. This looks yeah. like it's lazy. Yeah, Deborah Chow, that, that was not a full effort. It was, they were cutting corners there. Uh, and I don't, I didn't get that impression here. You know, the only part that was a little questionable was the, was the, 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 the dying slash dead clone that they covered his face because they didn't want to show Tamora Morrison. That, oh, the only, only red flag. Where when, was Tamora Morrison? I feel so bad for him, Kendall. Maybe he doesn't want to be in these shows. Is that, <laughs> it, it was, no. no. I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what? No. Like, this is, it's so, it's so bad. I feel so bad for him. So bad. He should have been there. That would have been the icing on the cake. That would have. I would have lost it. I would have lost it. Because at that point, you're literally blending the prequels with the Clone Wars and Ahsoka. And it just would make everything so real. But they didn't want to do that for some reason. Very. Don't know how I felt. Now, again, maybe this is a, uh, you know, like we talked about with the Liam Neeson stuff back in the day where it's like. Right. You know, he said, oh, they didn't reach out to me. And so we know they reached out to you. They're not stupid. Like, maybe they mm-hmm. did reach out to more, and he was, like, scheduling conflict, this and that, you know. Maybe. But maybe. regardless, the omission is very... Uh, yeah, it stands out a it lot. stands out. A lot. I don't know what his dollar value was, if that was the right. <laughs> if that was the issue. But, right. you know, I would have recommended they be very flexible in trying to make sure that he's in that scene. That would have That would have been oh, just perfection. But it was still very good. It was still really good. Also, man, shout out to um, uh, the young Ahsoka actress and, and young Gamora actress, by the way. 
Um, <laughs> that is the same person. Yeah, it's the same person. I, you know, I would have never. It's the same person. I thought I was like, That's she looks slightly familiar. familiar. But yeah, she played Young Gamora. I just kind of was like, yeah, I mean, you know, you wouldn't be able to tell who it is. So like, yeah. I just assumed that it was like, you know, maybe not somebody I've seen, but just you know, generic looking. Yeah, you know, actress. Now but... people are clamoring for like a live action Clone Wars now with her. As Ahsoka, she's on like a rocket ship to the moon, basically. <laughs> it's like, wow. First young Gamora, now young Ahsoka? Yeah. Man. Yeah. But yeah, Ariana Greenblatt yeah, shot to her. Being, she's already in the Disney pipeline. She's going to Oh, yeah. Uh, one, of, one of these Disney movies. Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. going to leave somewhere. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know what don't princess know, yeah, or what. next one coming out? Yeah. Frozen. I don't... <laughs> like action Frozen or something like that. Um, yeah. I don't know uh, which reboot we're getting this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which uh, rebooted. Uh, thing, but but yeah, she's gonna get something because she did a fantastic job as young Ahsoka as well. Um, but man, yeah, Hayden was great. That was just something again, something that I never thought I'd see. The only thing that I'll say besides the Tomorrow Morrison thing, the only thing that I'll I'll say that I wish I got more of, and it's not the series isn't over, so it's not possible that we get it, but. I feel like some of the interactions, not even the interactions between them, but some of like the like some of Ahsoka's like handling of some of the Anakin and Vader stuff uh, is very similar to Owls and Rebels, which okay. isn't is consistent. But I'd almost like to see a deeper like dive into her like acknowledgement that Anakin is Vader and like her really I express okay. like. Her, her knowing, because it's still vague, like, she knows it, but she doesn't want to admit it, and she doesn't talk about it, and it's like, you really don't know, what what does she know, like, at some point, you know, I got it in Rebels, because it wasn't yeah. her show, you know, it was just kind of an Easter egg, but now this is an Ahsoka show, and yeah. he's still, like, yeah. dancing around the idea that he's Vader. And with all the issues that, you know, people may have had with Obi-Wan, I did think they handled that with Obi-Wan. Yeah, we got Obi-Wan every answer to confronted Obi-Wan. confronted the fact that his Padawan is yes. Darth Vader. It's now Darth Vader. Yeah, he had to come face to face with yep. that because obviously in the original trilogy, you know, old Ben is kind of like, uh, you yeah, know, he's, he's old Ben talking in circles, you know, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like he doesn't actually talk about it, you know, right? Yeah, um, and so to see you know him not talking circles with you and McGregor and him kind of just you know, he said directly confronted, I thought was really good about that show. Um, so yeah, I, I you know that's that's the one part that uh, we got that you know I was like, oh, we've seen this before, but. Um, there's still time, but, at, you know, now it seems like, as we, we will talk about the next episode, it seems like they sort of moved on from the Vader stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, again, it's not impossible. Yeah, yeah, definitely not impossible. Um, but yeah, we have to see if, if they choose to go back into that or dip into that well again. Um, uh, so I also want to just talk about kind of Ahsoka's transformation from, as, <laughs> as everyone is, uh, as everyone is saying now, comparing to Lord of the Rings, for going from Ahsoka the Gray to Ahsoka the White, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she's in her white garb now, looking much closer to how she did at the in the post credits yeah, or epilogue, thing, yeah, yeah. epilogue in Rebels. Um, so that was pretty cool, and uh, and uh, the Purgle as well, um, getting to use them. Um, also, shout out to Jason Solo having Force powers. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping he gets some kind of form, formal training um, at some point. Um, I think Hera, the actress playing Hera, I think she's doing. I think she's doing a better job now as well. 
Um, the more I watch her in these episodes, the better, the be- the more I'm buying her as Hera, um, as the episodes go on, as well. Um, but yeah, Kennel. Now I think we can dive into the next one, which we get even even more crazy reveals. Um, and Kennel, I mean, I'm just gonna dive in. That look, we speculated when are we gonna see Thrawn? When are we gonna see Ezra? Yep. You know, um, are they gonna show up at the very last second? Very last possible second. Yeah. In the show, was it gonna be a post credits or well, yeah, Ezra in the know, last scene. Ezra in the very last scene of the very last episode. No, Man he's ultimate. Let, yep, but it's like nope, he's here now. Yep, already episode six. Um, they show up on that planet, and then you have the first of all, you have Night Sisters on the planet. That that honestly, a lot of people are saying you know Thrawn and Ezra. That for me is like almost that's like one A. It's getting glossed over a little bit. It's right? getting glossed over. Live action Night Sisters. Yeah. That that brought me back to Clone Wars again. Yeah, yeah. I was like, whoa, feels like I'm seeing Mother Talzin in live action. Right. Like that's like wow. So that was pretty. That was pretty crazy. Um, and then. Thrawn just shows up with his Star Destroyer, the Chimera, and it has like the whole tattoo underneath and everything, the little like marking underneath. And um, man, he shows up with his stormtroopers looking all tattered and destroyed, and um, um, and it has like they have like gold mixed in with their armor too. Yes, uh, which is crazy. And um, you know, and Lars Mikkelsen just shows up as Thrawn. Yeah, I mean, I. That was, I mean, besides Luke, that I think was the best introduction of a character that we've gotten. I agree. Maybe since Disney bought Star Wars. I mean, maybe Vader, but that the Vader kind of wasn't an introduction. It was kind of just a him just showing in for a scene and in Rogue One. Up, yeah, in Rogue One, like that was yeah, an incredible scene. But yeah. like the introduction of of, of Thrawn, um, was done so well. It was an extremely well. like to the point where like you might you might not know who this guy is and you're like wow this guy is, <laughs> this guy is no joke yeah um I mean like I see people joke about it online but like you know he really you really see like Moff Gideon doesn't doesn't no. like he mops the floor with Moff Gideon yes like and Gideon was a great character you know John Carl's Esposito did a great job but they've yeah. They've already set like the precedent that this guy is far more serious of a yeah. villain than, than Moff Gideon. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, oh man, I mean, we could dissect so much of the dialogue. I've seen the episode two or three times now, and like the dialogue is so good. Um, like every line, Lars Mikkelsen. You know, first of all, I mean, I told you, like, I was just getting lost in like the, like the. The voice being the exact same, obviously, exact from same. Rebels. Ugh. And it just feeling like this is coming straight from, you know, if you're reading the books or comics, like, page yep. to, to screen. Or if you're watching Rebels, like, straight from the animation to the live action, that is Thrawn. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we talked. I talked about it with the first couple of episodes, like, you know, certain characters, like Hera. I was like, eh, you know, it's, you know, it's Hera, I guess. And... Uh, you know, Sabine, when she had the long hair, I was like, ah, you know, I guess that's Sabine. <laughs> you, know? Right. you know, there was none of that with this Thrawn character. I wasn't like, oh, this is, you know, and then that, that 
it shows you the value. Because, I, I mean, when they cast Lars Mickelson, I was like, oh, I mean, this is cool, I guess. But, you know, I thought they'd go after you know, people like Robert Downey Jr. and, you know, Matt Smith and all these A-list actors. And, um, you know, when they ended up with Lars Mickelson, I was like, okay, you know, not necessarily an A-lister, but, you know, he's played him before, so it should be good. Um, I totally underestimated it. I totally underestimated the value of having somebody that's played him before being able to do it again. And, yeah, I mean, already, you know, tracking as one of the better villains we've had in a long time. And, yep. I mean, you said it, like, five minutes in, like, oh, yeah, he's the villain of the movie. Absolutely, this yeah. This TV. This isn't a one-show, one-series Ahsoka villain. Yeah, without a doubt in my mind, he's absolutely undoubtedly the villain of the movie. I'd bet a lot of money on it. Yeah. <laughs> I would put a lot of money down for Grand Admiral Thrawn is the villain of this Filoni movie. Um, this Mandoverse, Filoni-verse movie, that's definitely Thrawn is the villain of that. Do you go as far as to say, and I don't think that it's like, this isn't like a hot take or anything, but do you go as far as to say like the movie is, you know, gonna just basically just be heir to the Empire? Like it's, it's almost gonna mm-hmm. be centered around Thrawn to a degree? Um, is maybe Luke? You know, is Luke gonna? Is it about Luke versus Thrawn? Because well, Luke's out there, and Thrawn is just kind of a threat. Yeah, him not being in it would almost be kind of ridiculous. I mean, I agree. I, I mean, I can't disagree with that. Um, I mean, I I go back and I, I look. Their CG is great, but I still go back to Sebastian Stan. Like, why aren't they calling? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. It doesn't make any and sense. Probably, it's sad because I almost feel like it's too late. You know? Me too, but it's but it's dumb. Like yeah. I don't understand it. Like they yeah. should just go after Sebastian Stan. Yeah, he's there. He looks just like him. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's a great actor. I mean, I think he's willing to. I, I mean, I think he's, yeah, he's he'll be willing. There. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> I would imagine they that they can meet his price. Yeah, I mean, you he's in house. He's yeah. in. He's you're familiar with him. You've worked with him. He's not some you know wild card right. actor. He's not some guy from another country that's never you know. Yeah, like he. Yeah. I don't understand it. Like I really don't. Yeah, it's so it's weird to me. But I I think that would make the most sense. But um, but I I agree. I think it I think it would be great if they did like an Air of the Empire type um type movie. I mean that would make a ton of money. I, you know, there's nothing. Right. Um, though I would though I would hope that Zahn is properly compensated. Timothy Zahn. Right, right. That's the only thing because it's like these are his books. Yeah. You know, so it's like, man, I feel bad if uh, they're making an heir to Empire. I'm sure he's definitely getting royalties. I would hope. Yeah, I would, yeah. I would think so. I would think How so. he feels about them, like, look, Alan Moore, you saw Alan Moore, he's well, like yeah. donating his, all of his royalties that he's gotten from Watchmen. <laughs> he's basically saying, yeah, they're ruining it. So I don't even want the money or something like that. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, uh, but I think they're. I'm pretty sure they're talking to Zahn. And yeah, I know, him and I know Filoni. Filoni yeah, yeah, they, they, have are, they have a good relationship, and they've worked that together on Rebels, and I'm sure they work together uh, for this as well. Um, yeah, he. Um, I mean, there's, there's some of the lines. I'd imagine this was even crazier for someone who's read the, the Thrawn trilogies now, and yeah. the Thrawn trilogy from from you know. The heir to the Empire back in the day. And we created somebody I just watched Rebels. And like he was I mean, he was he was good in Rebels, but he wasn't like crazy, but like still, like <laughs> this you, you can tell, like this is this is nuts. It's like, whoa, Thrawn is here, this is Thrawn. Yeah. It's crazy. Um 
I mean, like literally the moment he steps on screen and he's, you know, he's thanking the Night Sisters uh, and Morgan Elsbeth, you know, um, about helping him get out of exile and yeah. like, you know, and and. <laughs> and when he, when they talk about when 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 they uh they talk about how there's a prisoner you know that they thought that that was a you know whatever they call a lost a loose thread yeah and he was like shocked like a loose thread like you know yeah. like, how did you guys miss this you know yeah. um but like in that in that conversation we find out you know Balin Skull was in fact a Jedi yes uh, he was clearly he knows the name General Balin Skull yep. Yep, he was a general in yes. the Clone Wars, apparently. Um, that, I mean, and we get a lot of that in this episode, talking about him and his background, him and Shin, have yep. a lot of conversations. What do you think is the deal with them? That's a very interesting, it's a very interesting question. It's unclear. Balin seems to want to remake, not the Jedi Order, but something like that. Right. Uh, make right. something. A perfect order. Yes, yeah, so make something better. I don't know what that would be. Um, he's saying Shin is going to be something more than just a Jedi. Right. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what his goals are. He seems to want to get something from uh, from that planet, Paradia. Right. Saying there's something there, uh, you know, in the Force. So I'm not sure. It's very unclear what his goals are. But he seems to want to start some kind of order. I, I, I like how they finally, they finally, like, I don't... I don't know if this has been talked about in, in in legends or in books and other canon, but like they finally really like he. I forgot what they what he called it, but they acknowledged like Ezra as like someone who's trained without the order, and how that there's a class yes. of Jedi out there, you know, because for the longest time that's just it's become like the trope. It's like oh, there's all these you know former Padawans out there, and, <laughs> right. you know, all this idea of Yoda being like there's no Jedi. Oh, it's there's like, no there's more like, Jedi. There's eight of them. I'm <laughs> counting them. There's plenty of Jedi out here. Yeah. Um. So him acknowledging that yeah, there's you know there's a class of Jedi out there. They're not from the Order, but you know they've they've been trained by people that were. Um. I thought that was that was interesting. Uh. And she kind of thought that she was a part of that. She was like, oh, and now that's like me, right? And he's like, no, you're different. You're more. You know, I'm training you yep. to be better than that. So, yeah, I thought that that inter- interaction was was interesting. Um, you know, you could definitely see her sorting to kind of get disillusioned because some of the she she has eyes and she can yeah, see she some sees of like where are sense. we? What's yeah. going on? Why yeah. are we here? Right. <laughs> you right. know, she's starting to ask questions. They're trying to get out of here. Why are we? Why do we want to stay? <laughs> right. Um, so I think some of that is interesting. Um, does she turn on him? Does she turn on him and join the good side? Does she turn on him and kind of just become a nomad? I don't know what her long-term thing is. Not kind of. You know what vibe I get from Balin Skull, Ray Stevenson's Balin Skull, which again, shout out to Ray Stevenson. It's so so such a lost talent. It's crazy. Yes, he's done a great job. Um, but the vibe I get from him and and Shin is similar to. Um, now I'm not saying this is what they're making him out to be or whatever. Similar to Darth Bane. And his apprentice, Xana. Interesting. I'm getting similar vibes. Um, Xana wasn't as, like, kind of, like, rabid as Shin is. She just wants right. to fight. She was more calculating. But um, but Balin definitely gives off some Darth Bane kind of uh, energy in terms right. of his size, you know, his stature, how he's very measured and how he approaches things. Um. 
that's definitely the kind of energy. And of course, they're not Sith. They're not claiming to be Sith. But, um, but that's the kind. That's just the vibe that I get from their relationship. So I wonder if there's any kind of influence from that and from this this Sith and apprentice relationship. Um, so that's just something I wonder. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, these. Oh. I mean, from that scene, we we then we we also got um, the 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 Sabine interaction with with Thrawn, which yep, that might have been my favorite scene in this uh, in this show, possibly you know, or at least my favorite in this episode. Um, you know that you know what call it? They when they found out about the loose thread and Thrawn's like when he's <laughs> Balin says it's Sabine Wren, he's like you know oh that's a familiar name. Yeah. Um, and they bring Sabine out, and, I mean, Thrawn, you know, like, basically, like, yeah, we'll let you find Ezra. Yeah. You know, they thanked her for helping him get out, get yeah, off the world. Basically. Yeah. Um, and basically was like, look, I mean, yeah, we'll help you find your friend. He's probably dead, or he might be dead, so, <laughs> you right. know, good luck. And she's like, oh, well, he, you know, if you survived, uh, you know, I'm sure he's still alive. And, yep. That's when you could see like the gear switching, and he walks up and is like, "You're you're you're putting the fate of your of the galaxy on that belief yeah. that Ezra is still alive." Basically yeah. saying like, "Letting me out is gonna is putting your big galaxy in serious peril." Yeah, and he's he's like, "I don't understand." And she was like, "You wouldn't understand it." He's like, "Perhaps not." Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, that that whole interaction to me was, um, was thrown to a T. It was uh, yeah, absolutely. So good, and Thrawn's so measured. He wants to understand everything. Yeah, he, if he's not understanding, if he's yeah. like, this doesn't make logical, it sense. doesn't compute. He's like, I, something's wrong here. Right. So he's like, what's going on? Right. Right. <laughs> he's like, what are you not telling me? <laughs> so yeah, it's very Thrawn, very Thrawn, very well done. Um. Yeah, just just very well it's, done. It's funny, like I I was watching um. Uh, we had a den of nerds on. Uh, and he was he was doing his reaction to uh, to Ahsoka, and he 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 talked about how like you know in the books they they talk about how Thrawn can like you know like his eyes he can like read people's body temperatures and mm-hmm. you know he's bringing he has all these different like sort of like data points that he can sense and stuff and mm-hmm. like how like you know the average viewer doesn't really understand that because right. they don't talk about it all the time, but that that adds context to to his demeanor and you know mm-hmm. some of the stuff he says yeah i'm hoping there's there's some kind of mention of his race yes as well because right now to especially even to other people that aren't familiar with him he's just a blue-skinned imperial guy and it's like i that, hope, hope there's some kind of reference to the chiss that's a big part of this that's what i'm hoping i mean there's that's two more episodes there's uh, two you know more episodes like no you can reference the chiss Maybe even the Chiss Ascendancy, right? You know, I don't know. He has a military background. As far as put to, I don't. It doesn't need to be the flashback show, but you could do flashbacks with Thrawn. Like, yeah, you could. know, again, yeah. Obviously, you're getting another actor. Yeah, out of yeah, I was gonna say I don't know what it would look like. Bars, but. <laughs> like. I don't know any of that part of it, but like, or, or at least or they like, save that stuff for the movie. You're right, and that's the thing. That may be a movie thing, but at some point, you wanna. You want to dive into that, or you're just saying, "Look, we have ton of source material. Like, if you want to know more about Thrawn, read his books. 
Yep. If you want to know more about Thrawn, go to Wikipedia and look up his biography, and all of this stuff is out there. They may just lean on that. Um, but, I don't know, it's kind of like a Marvel movie. Like, if you introduce Thanos as villain, like, he can't just come in and just start snapping people and, like, <laughs> right, you know, exactly. just people, like, you gotta still give him some sort of backstory, you know, and say, you can't just say, read the comics and you'll know who he is. Like, um, so that, that is, I think, the biggest question is, they've introduced this guy who, again, has been great, you know, and, and whatnot, but they've introduced this guy as this boogeyman, and we know nothing about him. If mm-hmm. you don't know anything about him, we know something about him, but uh, for people that don't know anything about him, are they just not going to acknowledge that at all? Yeah. And I don't think they went too much into his backstory in Rebels, either. No, they did not. They, yeah, they, it was he kind of just there. Up. You know, but that that was like, you're right. You know, that almost felt like, and I guess you could argue, like, they didn't do that much with Gideon, either. But, <laughs> like, they do that a lot with these random Imperial guys. Yeah. You know? Um I mean, I guess the difference with him is he's, like, blue and stuff. And it's like, right. people are probably going to ask questions. Right. They're like, why is this blue alien? Right. Uh, and, like, why is he more important than Gideon? Why is he more important than, right? you know, we already had Tarkin and these, this yeah, and that. Exactly. Like, you know, and the, the, whoever they do was Krennic, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. You got random Imperial guy all the time. Like, they, this is just the next one. Like, he said, this guy's blue, so clearly... Is a little different. Why was he in exile? Why was his major effort to free him? Like all these questions that people are probably having. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, you know, once they gave Sabine her, uh, you know, they gave her her opportunity to go find Ezra. You know, they they were a little confused as to why Thrawn would even let her do that. Yes. He explained. You know. It, First of all, you know, this was later in the episode, but he's like, we really don't care what happens with Sabine. Yeah. You know, we're just trying to get off-world. We don't care what, yeah, really what happens with Balin, you know. We're just trying <laughs> right. to get off-world. But um, but he explained to Balin, like, look, I mean, you know, if she finds Ezra, great. You know, if she doesn't, great. If she does, you guys can kill them both, you right. know, even better. So, yeah. again, shows Thrawn, like, in the moment, it was a little confusing. It seemed too good to be true. But it shows that he has he's he thinking always, two he's, or three steps ahead. Yeah, he's always thinking ahead. He's always planning. Um, they did a fantastic job. Fantastic job with Thrawn. Um, you know, I'm wondering if we'll find out what's the deal with his troopers. Um, why they're so messed up. Uh, what's the deal with this Enoch guy? Right. And who was he like their commander? Did he like earn his rank or whatever? Like a lot of questions. Um, but Kendall, we gotta jump into, you gotta jump into the big, big reveal at the end, Kendall. Yep. We got Ezra, we finally got Ezra. Um, you know, I've seen some people, uh, say that it was a little bit too easy finding Ezra. That they were expecting there to be more of like a journey or. I didn't want a journey. Uh, I agree. I just wanted Ezra. I, I agree. I agree. I don't much. need, I don't need this to be a long you know, thing of oh, and then you find this thing, and then you you have to go to this other planet. Like, no, just okay. Ezra is there with Thrawn. <laughs> so I, um, we got Ezra and Kenel. I have to say, I have to say, Kenel, perfect casting. They did an expert casting for Ezra, and they did it. This is Ezra. This is Ezra. I buy it. I fully buy it. I saw it. I just. Saw him, heard him speak, watched him. It, yep, that's Ezra. Got it done. Yeah, in the back. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. 
Um, you know, I mentioned it to you, uh, like, after, like, the, we were watching it, and it was, like, after the first second episode. Um, and, you know, I, t- I told you about how, you know, on the, the HBO show Winning Time, you know, mm-hmm. they initially had Bo Burnham, who's a much more high-profile actor, comedian, you know, singer, whatever he is, like, cast to play Larry Bird on that show. Um, and... There was a scheduling conflict, so they kind of had to, they kind of just threw with some no-name guy that kind of looks like Larry Bird into the show, and he ended up showing up, and he ended up being an incredible, incredible find, because he looks like him, looks more like him than Bo Burnham, and he played the character excellent, and it was like, and the, the creator, one of the creators of the show was like, that was like a massive, like, blessing in disguise, you know, Bo Burnham having the scheduling conflict, because we found this guy that was even better. <laughs> right. Um... And I sort of feel like this Beanham Lassoud situation um, has allowed this kid Astafi to come in and, um, you know, play this role. And he, he looks more like Ezra than Beanham Lassoud does. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's without a doubt. And, again, that helps with the immersion. You know, I'm not looking at this being, oh, that's Aladdin playing Ezra. You know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm exactly. I'm like, no, this is, this is Ezra. I don't know him in any other show or any yeah. other thing, but I know he's Ezra. Yeah. Um, and... Again, I mean the the look, you know, they kind of gave him like the purplish eyes, yep. you know, like they've yep. put a, put a lot of detail into that, um, and yeah, I mean, I you know, it, I thought that part was even totally believable, like him being him being there, him still being alive, him being yep. like being able to survive, like it's kind of like what what Sabine said was like, yeah, look, Thrawn's still out there, like Ezra's probably still out there, <laughs> right? Um, like, yeah, I mean. You know, that scene, uh, I thought it was interesting. Like, some people were upset that, you know, she didn't tell Ezra immediately, like, you know, what the situation was. But I think that's realistic. Like, there's certain I think times, it's too, like, yeah. you know. Um, it's like finding a long-lost family member. Right. I haven't seen you, you in know? 10 years or whatever it's been. Like, yeah, like, we'll get to that. Right. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, can, we'll, yeah can, can they have a minute? Right. You know, can they have just Yeah, like, we didn't see the interaction, you know, immediately after. You know, it's possible. Right. Now, we may get to the next episode, and it's like they've been, you know, she doesn't tell them until the end of the next episode. Like, yeah. oh, by the way. Yeah, I, exactly. I, You know. Right. But, um, but yeah, no, you know. So that, that, that that's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, Ezra assumes that they're going to get off. <laughs> yeah, that right. was funny. You know. Which is very Ezra. Right, right, As right. well. Yeah. I like that they kept yeah. Ezra's character. Is like, he's like, oh, can't wait to get home. It's like. Why are you just? Yeah, assuming why would you assume that it's gonna be easy? That they just <laughs> she took a cruise here, you know. It's like, yeah. So yeah, just very, just great details, great details. Like I'm just like, man, Dave is just he just showing off at this point. This is so this is so good. Yeah. Um. You know, I already told you, Kendall. This is my favorite Star Wars show thing that we've gotten more than you know Mando and Andor and all this other, all that other stuff. It's just this is it. Yeah. This is like peak Star Wars, top tier Star Wars, um, and we're just getting started. There's two more episodes. Yeah, and uh, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of we're talking like Disney Star Wars, like of like the peak moments in Rebels, like the peak moments in Rebels. It, exactly, it does. It was like where you know it's it was like animated, Rebels. but it was like when when Vader fought Ahsoka. Yep, 
Like that yep. was that was like theatrical level stuff. Yeah, it was. Yep. You know, when Obi Wan fought Maul, like that was theatrical level stuff. Like that. Yes. So a couple there aren't a ton of those moments in Rebels, and you know they they, they kind of were in between with a lot of a lot of fluff and stuff that was unnecessary. But yep. when it got to those moments, those moments were as good as anything we've seen, and that's what it felt like in this episode. And it's just on a more a much grander scale. Yep. When you start talking about a live action Disney Plus series, but. Yep. Um, you know, if my favorite scene might have been that 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 interaction between Sabine and and, and Thrawn, and just that whole Thrawn in, introduction, um, I think my second favorite moment in this episode is the end when uh, the the Night Sisters warn Thrawn that there's another uh, yes. uh, there's possibly another Jedi coming. He's like, well, that's unwelcome. <laughs> <laughs> he has a very Thrawn <laughs> moment there for sure. He's so like, what's so great about him is he's so like stoic and one note the entire time but like still like what he says so in control yeah he's so in control and like but you can read what he's saying and how he feels about certain things just by like what he's saying and the way he's saying it like <laughs> yep um but like he immediately his mind goes to the fact that you know Ahsoka Tano was supposed to be dead you know and so he's like that's probably her just connecting dots in his mind yes um you know, and Morgan is like, oh, no, she's definitely dead. You know, they confirmed it. Balin confirmed it. You know, confirmed kill. And and he's like, but you guys don't have a body, you know, basically. And, you know, right. she's a Jedi. Like, you know, <laughs> right. he's a Jedi. He's flawed. So, um, you know, he's like faking death as a Jedi, the long Jedi night sister trick. You know, <laughs> so you, you should know that. He, and and he, his mind immediately went to, no, we're going to assume that she's still, she's alive. Right. And assume that this is her coming. Yes. And and then went back to the throne. Well, I need a scouting report on everything involving Ahsoka Tano, her backstory, her her stuff into her master, what she what she does, what she eats, what she sleeps, where yeah. she sleeps, everything about Ahsoka. And again, that was classic classic Thrawn. Yeah. Um, my first my first thought, I didn't think deep into it initially, and I was like. You would think you kind of already know all this stuff about Ahsoka, right? Like, but then I was like, well, Ahsoka was pre- was kind of presumed dead, right? Or she was missing by the time like he came into Rebels, like she wasn't around. That was after the Vader fight. Yes, right. And we thought she yeah. was dead. Yeah, it was after the Vader fight. So um, he he wouldn't have needed like he may know everything on Ezra, for example, right. but he doesn't know everything about Ahsoka because he doesn't needed he hasn't needed to do a scouting report on Ahsoka. She's kind of a new player in his mind. Yes. His world. Because she didn't come into play until after... He didn't come back until after he was gone, right? Yes. And um, I was trying to think, because I know he, in the books, he also interacted with Anakin as well. Right. Um, but I don't know that he knew... I don't know if Ahsoka was with him. Right. So I don't know. But yeah, I don't think he knew about Ahsoka. Right. Yeah. Like he knows who she is. Obviously, she knows he knows often, but like he's never had to do a real deep dive. Yeah. So this will be very interesting. It'll be an interesting, uh, interesting class for sure. Um. And yeah, I think I mean that's kind of basically where we leave the episode. Um. Yeah. He asked the the, the Night Sisters for more of the dark more magic. Of the dark magic. Um. Which again, I, I feel like some of that. I don't know. Maybe points back to this Merrick guy. That we know he was the product of dark merit, but dark some kind of dark magic of some kind. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess we kind of presumed it was it was Morgan, but maybe it was them. I don't know. Right. Um. But uh. But yeah, so we got to see. But he already has seems to have some kind of plan in place, or at least the beginnings of a plan. So this is, um, again, just just top tier Star Wars happening right now. Um, I know Timothy Zahn's probably got to be pinching himself even seeing all this. Because how do you go from writing those books to now Thrawn is here, you know? And this is and see this is the difference when you have someone that respects the lore and re- and actually respects like, you know, isn't just all about just okay what does the bottom line say? What is like he actually someone that's actually a fan that's in charge of creating for Lucasfilm, you know? So I, it's just it just shows in the content. And uh, this is what we get. We get amazing Star Wars. So it's just a pleasure to see. Um, um, I don't know. Can I, do you want to do grades? Man. Grades for these episodes. Uh, episode 5. Um, episode 5, I'll give it an 8.5. That was a really good episode. Uh, checked almost every box. Anakin, Hayden Christensen was incredible. Um and again it gave me a lot of the Anakin Ahsoka interactions I, I wanted you know the only thing missing really was like you know again I wish I would have gotten more acknowledgement of Vader maybe and, and tomorrow Morrison you know it's a nice little cameo but yeah. other than that and and the the flashbacks I've talked I mentioned this to you uh we were talking about the episode like you know I gave Obi-Wan a lot of flack you know, for clearly using the volume green screen, you know, studio to yep. uh, to do the flashbacks for Obi-Wan and how, like, it was very mm-hmm. obvious they didn't want to have a large set piece. And this show was kind of similar, but they used it in a way that still made it feel bigger. Still made yep. it feel like they're not they're not in some sweatshop somewhere. Right. Like, this is clearly... That that you feel like you're on whatever planet they're on and whatever they're doing, so I give them a lot of credit for that because that could have came out a lot worse than it did. Yep. yep. Um. So for me, for uh, episode five, I give I'll give it an eight point eight. I mean, very very good, very solid. Another another high point for these episodes is the score. The score has been fantastic. Oh man. Um. I think I'm pretty sure they got the same guy that they did that that did Rebels, um, doing this one. And he's knocking this out of the park um, completely. It's been fantastic. So, um, yeah, I give it an 8.8. You know, would have had a 9, but I know Tamora Morrison. That's the thing for me. It's like, where's Tamora Morrison? You got the guy's head wrapped, all wrapped up all crazy. I'm like, yeah. what is this? Where's Tamora Morrison? So, <laughs> so they should have got Tamora Morrison. But, um, but, yeah, other than that, everything was great. Ahsoka finding the Purgles and kind of having a more positive outlook. I enjoyed that as well. Now Ahsoka the White and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was great. Um, so I give that an 8.8. This last episode, I'll give like a 9.3 or something. This is a top tier Star Wars. Top, 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 top tier Star Wars here. Um, no reason it's not getting a 9.5 or a 10 is because of some of the stuff with the 
with the uh, with those little guys, little creatures, and all that. I mean, some of the stuff is just like, all right, so we got new new jaw new Jawas or Ewoks or whatever. It's like, all right, if we get it, we get it. Little little tiny creatures running around. Okay, but um, it did feel Star Wars, but still, it's just like, come on. So, um, but yeah, I give it a nine point three. I give it a nine point three. Ezra fit perfect. Thrawn perfect. Balin Skull, Night Sisters, new planet, new galaxy. Of all places, you're opening up Star Wars to a new galaxy. It's everything. I have no. I have no. What else can I ask for? So I give it a nine point three. Uh, but kind of, what do you give this last episode? Uh, I, I'll go nine point five, man. Oh wow! I, I okay. thought this last episode. I mean, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, I mentioned Den of Nerds all earlier, and he he talked about how um, Dave Filoni was asked at, at one of these conventions. You know, when where will we see? Uh, uh, you know something about would we see Ezra in uh or uh in this show in Ahsoka and he was like you guys want to know where Ezra is you know Filoni of course <laughs> he's like I'll tell you where Ezra is. Ezra is far far away of course he's so of course I didn't know that but you know if 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 I did. And I saw the title of it. Oh, Ezra showing up! <laughs> like you know, Filoni is, is you know again he likes to play these games, but of course, um, you know I told you the craziest part about that uh, that interaction with Ezra and Sabine was you know him talking about like you know oh where you know Ezra you know Sabine you know, where have you been or whatever and he's like I'm always you know uh, whatever he said like oh you know I'm, I, you know yeah I'm not here. I wasn't here you know. But I'm here now, or something like that. But it felt like you know, so it was it was Floney talking to the rebels community, mm. being like, "Yeah, you know, you guys, you know, thought I was dead or whatever. You thought the show was dead, and it's not how, not how you guys thought it was going to be. But it's better than mm. it's better than where where you guys would have hoped, you yeah. know, um, that the story would be getting told. But yeah, because um, we always talk about Rebel season five, you know, Rebels yeah. getting canceled." My major cliffhanger and this and that, and, right? Um, you know, if this is Rebel season five, I think this is a better outcome than than yeah. just doing another season. So I agree. Yeah, um, I mean, can't beat this. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go nine point five. I thought this was a great episode. Um, I don't think that they'll be able to beat this episode personally, but we have two episodes. We gotta see. We have two episodes. We still haven't seen you know a throwdown between Ezra. And Sabine, Shane, Balin. Oh man, you know Ezra. Ezra needs to get his lightsaber back. She needs to give him his lightsaber back. Yeah, I gotta see some force powers. I gotta see. Yeah, where is Ezra at now in this point in his career? Man, he was was he knighted in in Rebels? I don't don't think he was knighted. I don't think so. So, oh man, I gotta see where I gotta see where Ezra is. We gotta see. Do we get more? There's only two episodes. There's still a lot of questions. Who is Balin? I guess we kind of know who Balin is, but, like, really don't know what his motives are or mm-hmm. anything about his history. Yeah. We still don't know anything about Shin. You know, the merit questions, I guess, are gone now. Because, again, mm-hmm. we only have two episodes. Yeah. Um, we talked about all the cameos, like, you know, Zeb and Rex and Callus yeah. and whoever else people <laughs> thought we were getting. Like, it's like, Callus is still <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, is Callus still alive? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but... Like all the rebels cameos are probably out the door at this point. Like, um, so now, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, and at the end of the day, it's an Ahsoka show, which is wild because at this point now, it really just feels like Rebel Season Five, right? Like, yep. Am I watching this? Like Ahsoka feels like 
not near the top of the list of of most important parts about this show right now, which is wild. Yeah, it's you crazy. Know, kind of felt like her episode was episode five, but like, you know. Now we're back to Rebels. Yeah, now we're back to Rebels. <laughs> like, so I'm curious. They re- they did set it up like in that last scene with Thrawn, how like you know he had a lot more fear about Ezra about Ahsoka joining the mix. When it came to Ezra coming back, whatever you know, he's up yep. with Ezra and Sabine or whatever. You know, when when Ahsoka's name was was, was entered the fray, he had a lot more attention to detail. I mean, heard him telling Morgan Elizabeth like, if you see a, a space whale. Destroy Take it, it down with prejudice, <laughs> you know. Like, like handle this in a very serious manner. Like, shows the uh, how they're trying to frame Ahsoka as a serious threat. Um, so yeah, I, I do think that's where this series ends. Is some sort of clash between them, to some degree. But like you said, it, it's going to get off world, and then that's going to be the movie. Um, yeah. You know, I just wonder like. Is there any more space for like a Mandalorian season four and a yeah. Book of Boba Fett season two? Like, do we care about any of that stuff anymore? Yeah, that's a question. Uh, that's a good question. Or do they just start the movie? Start making the movie? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this strike is pushing things back. You know, they were uh, what were they, what were they saying? Twenty twenty six or twenty seven or for that movie? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something crazy. And it's like, well, I mean, when are we gonna see it? Like, uh, so I don't know. That's a good question, but, um, but yeah, that's that's something we'll be tracking, of course, as well. Um, I am uh, still getting through um, a lot of these books, um, of course, I'm taking my time with it. Been very busy with other things, but um, but yeah, I'll be keeping track of those, keeping everybody, keeping you guys posted on that, um, and. I mean, I think that's really it. Uh, Kendall, not sure if we'll be doing a, a penultimate web one or just a finale kind of review, but but we got a big episode coming up. Yep. Big episode coming up, the penultimate episode. So we're going to see what they have to show. Um, I'm sure it'll be crazy. And, um, you know, we'll have a review for you guys. If not this week, this coming week, then, of course, the following week with the finale. Uh, that'll do it for this episode uh, thank you all so much for listening as always I'm your host Shamari joined by Kendall we will see you guys next time Peace.